Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. A Sunday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. When you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it, Rocket can. Well, we're not going to talk to the rocket. We're going to talk to the missile. Uh, pardon the pun here. Couldn't resist. It was just too easy to do. Uh, we're going to do a little bit of a Raven preview here as we jump around to a bunch of teams that I think have an excellent chance to make the playoffs, and certainly the Baltimore Ravens are one of them. Here to give us some insight on them is former NFL standout, now co-host of the Purple Pre- and Post-Game Show on WJZ TV down there in Charm City. Kadri Ismail joins me here on CBS Sports Radio. Kadri, Jody Mack here. How you doing, bud? Jody Mack, appreciate you having me on, man. No, appreciate you doing it, and it couldn't be more perfect because my first question has to do with an area of expertise for you. I thought the Ravens actually uh, had a wide receiver depth uh, strength that, that they had five or six guys that could step in and start for a bunch of teams around the league. All of a sudden, that gets thrown into a question mark here to start the season because two guys, Boykin and Bateman, have to start the year on IR, which means they're going to miss a minimum of three games. Do the Ravens have enough wide receiver depth and talent to get through until these guys get back? Yeah, you know, that's a great question, and it's going to be somewhat of an interesting uh, conundrum because if you look at Sammy Watkins, who also uh, was signed as a free agent in the offseason, he was banged up for the most part of training camp. Uh, Marquise Brown, he too was banged up and missed a ton of time in training camp as well. Both guys are back. They seem to be cleared, ready to go, but to what degree, we don't know. And I think, you know, when you look at the way the Ravens are built, they're built to run the football, and that's all well and good. But from a receiver standpoint, yeah, we were looking to see if this receiver depth, this this opportunity to enhance the passing attack, uh, to, to complement, to better complement the running game, was going to be in play. Uh, but, yep, as you mentioned, uh, Rashad Bateman with his groin injury and uh, subsequent surgery to repair it, uh, plus the fact that you look at uh, Boinkin, who's been out just pretty much, I think, since OTAs. Uh, I just know that John Harbaugh and company were hoping to have all hands on deck. Obviously, it changes things up slightly. But at the same time, when one guy steps down, the other guy got to step up. And I think guys like Jane Prochet will be able to step up into that role and, and hopefully uh, be productive. 
Porsche won. Duverday, who they took in the third round last year, was kind of a gimmick play guy for the Ravens last season. Maybe asked to do a little bit more. And I know you took a wide receiver in this year's draft, Tylen Wallace. Uh, it sounds like you like Porsche. Are Duvernay and Wallace up to the task if they are going to be asked to contribute early on here? Correct. And so for Duvernay, I think he's had a, a good camp. Didn't really make as many splash plays as I was hoping for. Uh, Wallace, he definitely had some, some bright spot moments. Um, but you know what? I, I look at their youth and, and, and some of the inexperience. Um, I'm not saying that they can't do it. I just think that. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's going to be a, a situation of adjustments for both players. Um, but at the same time, it's it just a matter of how they are used. I know you were talking about the, the gadget plays, the, the jet sweeps, and, and some of the reverse action that uh, DuVernay had last year. Um, I think he wanted to have more of an expanded role. Um, so it just depends on you know what we're looking at week to week within the Greg Roman scheme and how they're going to go about attacking a, a particular defense. Well, part of that Greg Roman scheme is going to need to be a lot of 12 possessions. With two tight ends on the field, you've got one of the best in the game in Mark Andrews and three behind him on the roster carrying four tight ends, Boyle, Tomlinson, Oliver. Uh, which of those guys, if uh, you need to throw the ball a little bit more given game, which is most likely to be the number two option behind Andrews at tight end in 12? Well, I think it's going to be by committee. So Thomason and Oliver are going to be there first. Uh, Nick Boyle, I mean, goodness, he's been, you know, a jack of all trades when it comes to uh, playing the position of tight end in this offense. You know, he's very reliable when he, he's out of the backfield catching the ball. Uh, when he's lined up or split out, he's been able to uh, create mismatches for himself and, and get open for Lamar Jackson. Um, but at the same time, you're also looking at the fact that he's going to be coming off the PUP list and, and has not been cleared yet. So Nick Boyle is another guy that I'm hoping that once he gets back, uh, this offense is going to be ready to go. And, and, and it's interesting, too, I'll say this, Jody Mack, the way in which the season is set up, all of their NFC or AFC North games are sandwiched at the end of the year. So, right. you know, the first part of the season, sure, you got, you know, a, a Las Vegas team staring right at you opening uh, night. Uh, sure, you're, you're going to look at having Kansas City at home, but I really feel that it's about how you finish rather than you start. So while there's some, some uh, players that are going to kind of be up in the air due to injuries, the fact that they'll have them back and, and be back at the most important time is when you're playing your best football in uh, December into January. We'll get into that tough uh, uh, schedule and division that the Ravens are in in just a second. We're talking to the Missile, Kadri Esmail, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, running back position, also a question mark. One that's unfortunate because J.K. Dobbins goes down with the big injury in preseason, done for the year. During the offseason, they decided to let uh, Ingram walk, which I understood at the time, didn't know Dobbins was going down. But now it's Gus Edwards and a bunch of question marks in that backfield for the Ravens. Anybody answer those questions affirmatively behind uh, big Mr. Uh, Gus Edwards? Yeah, Gus the bus. He's going to be the main driver. Um, he, he's the guy that they're going to, you know, have him be the bell cow. I know that this is a offense that, you know, running back by committee. Tyson 
or Tyson Williams, I should say, he's really, you know what? It, it's amazing to me in the NFL, you know, they, they don't really have much of a premium on paying running backs until you really need them. And, you know, mm-hmm. when you're a running back, you got to take advantage of your opportunity because obviously the wear and tear on your body. Uh, I think for Williams, you know, he's a young guy. He's in his second year out of BYU. It looks like he's, you know, a guy's like, all right, you know, I'm, I'm just going to be, uh, you know, trying my best and, and showing that, you know, hey, I, I deserve a spot on the team. And now he's going to be, you know, a part of the mainstay as far as this, this vaunted Ravens run offense. Um, and so, yeah, I think he needs to be that uh, complimentary piece to what Gus Edwards brings to the table. Uh, he's a twitchy guy, can, can make guys miss. Um, he's shown to have good balance. But uh, again, yeah, when it comes to the regular season play, we, we all know that those 11 guys out there, they're not the guys that you saw in preseason. And so there's going to be some adjustments to be made. I think he's capable of doing it, but it's just a matter of whether or not we'll, we'll see that. All right, key to be as good a running game as the Ravens have been the last several years. Number one, a quarterback who can run like any running back in the league surely helps, but very good offensive line uh, uh, blocking is a huge part of it. They made some changes along the offensive line. Zeitler and Villanova on the right-hand side, uh, did they get enough time in preseason? Are they ready to be part of that power running game the Ravens have had the last couple of years? Yeah, and it's nuanced too. So it's it's good to have veterans who kind of have a, an idea and understanding of of you know just the the scheme of an inside zone versus outside zone versus you know just man up uh, block scheme. You know, I think the the way in which again the running game takes priority. Um, it, it's good to have veteran presence. I think the the guy that is really going to to be uh, beloved. There was two guys, but one in particular is Bradley Bozeman. And when you look at Bradley Bozeman, he moved from guard over to the center spot. Um, and, and it was crazy because the last uh, year, two games in particular stood out in my mind. One was a playoff game and obviously against the Bills. And then one was against New England where bad snaps over Lamar's head really cost the Ravens. And so I think what Bradley Bozeman brings is a level of stability you know, there was uh, a lot of rotation and a lot of frustration with the simple quarterback center exchange. I think that this kind of levels it a little bit and brings some stability there. Um, but, yeah, the, the right side of the line will be new, and it's good that they have some, some veterans over there. But I think the left side of the line is where, you know, I look at with, with Ronnie Stanley. And I think for Ronnie to be back, um, to be healthy, uh, coming off a devastating knee injury, one of the best left tackles in football, um, but to have him back over there to kind of anchor down that offensive line is really important. Cadre Ismail, our guest here on CBS Sports Radio, previewing the upcoming Ravens season for us. All right, the, the Ravens have been one of the best defenses in football for years running now, and they look to have that kind of talent again, including a key piece that they added. I was kind of surprised. Later in the offseason, and they got him for a very reasonable rate, sounded like he just wanted to come and be part of the Raven defense, is uh, Justin Houston. How does he fit into this uh, defensive scheme? Is he going to be a fit guy coming off the edge for them and getting to the quarterback? Uh, how big a p- part do you think Houston plays in this Baltimore day? Well, I- I'll tell you this. Wing Martindale, the defensive coordinator, loves 
to be aggressive. He loves to get guys off the edge. He loves to to really, you know, apply pressure on the the quarterback. And what I know John Harbaugh has been preaching for years is a level of depth at the the uh, corner spot. And I think the Ravens, if you were to ask me who's their uh, uh, what is their deepest and their best position. Um, it, it has to be secondary. And right. so with that, um, Justin Houston provides what Wink Martindale wants, which is to have a presence of pressure on the outside. He has some young players that now Justin Houston has also uh, done a, a great job of, of mentoring, showing them some of the, the nuances of how to play the position. And with that, I think it helps out because now you can put guys out on an island um, and, and know that you can hold up on a second in the secondary on the back end of things, and then allow for uh, the quarterback to make a tough decision, which oftentimes results in in, in the Ravens creating turnovers. My Kadri, the last couple of years, a couple of years ago, um, the Ravens let uh, C.J. Mosley walk, got a mega contract to go to the Jets. Last year, they let Matt Judon, who was a Pro Bowl-level linebacker, get away. The Patriots said, we'll pay you a ton. Please come to New England, and he did. Uh, I, I got a good enough look last year at the linebacker you guys took in the first round, and I was very impressed with him before the draft. And, and then after seeing him and in your purple, I said, yes, he's worth the first-round draft pick that they used on him. Is Patrick Queen the latest in the line of linebackers who play to a Pro Bowl level for the Ravens? <laughs> he's been the one guy that I've been most impressed with throughout uh, training camp. You know, just the fact that he has a year under his belt. Um, the 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 mental game is it's really where you know all professional players um, really struggle with as far as just you know how to be a pro, what to do, how to do. You know, understanding you know just the details and nuances of of you know getting guys in the right position, especially when you're talking about being a middle linebacker. Oh wait. He's a middle linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens, and that rich history of middle linebackers, it, it, it looms large over uh, a young player. So I think for Patrick Queen to, to kind of have a, an offseason, a real offseason, plus uh, OTAs, plus training camp, you know, it really gives him a chance to just know what to do and how to do it. He got through uh, this preseason, um, healthy, he looks faster. He looks more confident in his his ability to to track guys down. He made some really good plays when you know he needed to be in there, and 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 I think that that's going to really show up big time uh, once the regular season comes underway. Patrick Queen changes his number, changes outlook. I think he's he's ready to have a a, a, a monster year. Seriously talented young linebacker is Mr. Queen. All right, last question for you, Kadri, and I'm going to go out on a limb and make a prediction that no one has asked you this question so far this season. <laughs> what is the relationship between Lamar Jackson and Justin Tucker? Because you've got the best money-in-the-bank kicker, maybe in the history of the National Football League, certainly in the NFL this year, but the coach can well. We'll take the three. We get it's money in back. You get to within uh, fifty-five. Just uh, run Justin out there, which means Lamar might not get some shots on fourth down that he might want to take. What's the relationship between your star quarterback and your superstar kicker? <laughs> you know, I think they they all have a, a tremendous uh, relationship with one another. 
I know Justin is a uh, well. He's, he he's he's one of the old men in in the locker room now, um, <laughs> which is kind of crazy because you you just see this this young talented dude and you know his first or second year and 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 now he's just well you know hey I'm giving out sage wisdom. With that though, I will say maybe in those early years it would have been hey we don't have to worry about taking chances because of the fact that you know we have you know. Uh, an automatic three in the bank. But I think for Lamar and company, what they've shown uh, offensively is that, uh, you know, John Harbaugh will, will dial it up real quick on fourth down and go for it. I mean, they're way, way more aggressive uh, with Lamar at quarterback and, and not afraid um, to, to keep Justin on the sideline because they feel confident that they can score points. And they have, I mean, they've, they've done it. And I think that, uh, it's a it's a good luxury to have both Lamar and and Justin Tucker on your football team. All right, last thing about that division: bunch of games late in the year, as you correctly uh, pointed out. Uh, that's the way the schedule lays out. You got the uh, Clevelands and the Pittsburghs a little bit, little bit later in the season. Cincinnati, we got to see what Burrow comes back like with the uh, leg injury that he suffered last year. But they've got right to be uh, improved. How tough is it going to be just to get to December to that key element of your schedule when you're going to get to go up against your main rivals and see if you can win a division? Well, the tough part is, you know, you don't really have teams that you're familiar with. Uh, Although I think early on the biggest test in the room is going to be the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, And I say that is because here's a team that, you know, you, you feel you are just as talented as, um, clearly, Kansas City took care of their business by, you know, going to the AFC Championship games in, in consecutive years, and has really done an amazing job as far as you know Patrick Mahomes and I think Lamar. You know that that monkey off his back is is, is facing them, beating them in the regular season. Um, when you look at the end of the year, it's it literally is staying focused, eyes on the prize, and then once that. You know that 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 a, uh, the AFC North schedule hits in the late part of the year. It's uh, it's hold on, just hold on and and see what what happens. I think it's going to be a fun ride. I think the schedule is is rather unique as the way it's set up. Um, and you talked about you know Joe Burrow and all those the things with Cincinnati. You know, not a lot of people. I've I've done quite a few of these preview shows, and not a lot of people have talked about Cincinnati. And I think it'd be a mistake just to to kind of just say. Ah, you know, who cares about Cincinnati? I think everybody is so high on Cleveland, and, and they seem to be this uh, postseason, um, or not postseason, pardon me, preseason, uh, offseason, Super Bowl contending team <laughs> every single year. And then once the regular season and uh, happens, uh, you know, go back to being the old Cleveland Browns. But, uh, you know, you look at Pittsburgh and just what Ben Roethlisberger and some of the the new uh, schemes with the offensive coordinator and, and what they're going to do with Big Ben. Um, I'm, I'm kind of curious as to them getting back to the stealer way of, of running the ball with Harris now uh, as they still are running back. I think he's talented. But uh, the AFC North, it, it's going to be a, a fun, fun, entertaining ride uh, November, December, into January. It has been a blood and guts division for years, and it looks to be one again this year. We thank Kadri Esmail, former NFL standout and pre- and post-game host on WJZ-TV in Baltimore, popping aboard with us. Kadri, enjoy the season. Thanks for the insight. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, as always. My pleasure. That is Kadri Esmail.
uh, who's been uh, doing uh, Baltimore TV and radio work uh, for years. Uh, and he's a pretty good uh, Raven Insight guy who I've had on uh, many times over the last several years. Good dude, good insight. We thank him. All right, Jody Mack, coming back. We'll get the phones reopened. We'll keep with the NFL conversation. I want to hear from you. 855-212-4227. Get you on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 